Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right. What was that noise in that corner then? Did you hear it? <laughs> it sounded something. like someone attacked a goose. It sounded like something. I was going to ignore it, but now... Callum, what happened? You, you, it was outside. You, now Jesus. you're addressing it. Let's discuss it. Yeah. Was it a dragon? A it dragon's real? Uh, yes, they are actually. Not Komodo dragons. That's just a fucking... Well, technically, soup dragons are real, aren't they? Soup dragons? What was their song, Soup Dragons? Was it, was it Can You Dig It? Was that them? Was that the Mott Turtles? I was getting mixed up. That was the Mott Turtles. What was the Soup Dragons song? Soup Dragons? Yeah. <sighs> fuck are you on about? The, 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 the band, the Soup Dragons, they had a big, they had a one hit. I'm free. That's it. I always get them mixed up free. I'm free to do what I want any old time. That's the one. Thank you. Producer Joseph. Who sings that? The Soup Dragons. Let's fucking leave them at singing. All right. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Forgot the iPad. I'm glad anyway that we've... I've got my phone. We'll use my phone. I've, I'm glad that we've dispensed with the pretense that this podcast is ever looking forward or at the present right, or well, addressing anything that remotely I, constitutes news. Can I just say, though, on that note... Yeah. When I shown you the thumbnail upstairs before... Yeah. You went, should we talk about Rashford? You know why, Stephen? And this will be amazing to, to, for, for you to hear this, but... I was getting annoyed with people on social media. <laughs> I know, mate. I know you're like Jay Motty getting annoyed with someone on social media. I refuse to believe that well, whatsoever. I had a running with an idiot myself. Today. Yeah, I know it's yours. And I, one thing I like about Stay Right, no matter what you say about him, he doesn't care whether you've got 10 million followers or two. He gives everyone equal amount of vitriol. Um, and I saw yours with someone who was basically saying... The guy who said, Marcus should have... At least, roll that round your head, so not just double the amount of goals and assists he's got. And now, if you're not aware, Marcus has got 27 goals and assists in yeah. 38 games. Right. Pathet- pathetic. And actually, per 90, it's probably not far off one in one, actually. Because mm-hmm. he usually gets hooked off after the hour when we're twatting someone. He doesn't get that last half hour to rack his goals up. Yeah. You, you might have noticed that. Some people noticed that. I never noticed that. Anyway, so... 
He's got 28, uh, 27 goals and assists in 38 games. And a guy was saying he needs to have at least double that. So you're like, hang on. He should have had 54. Yeah. 54 <laughs> goals and assists <laughs> in 38 games. What? That's, this is what I mean, mate. And it's like. Sorry, Jake. At least. At least. At least. Not even that's like the, the best we can hope for. That's like the minimum. Maybe we can even hope for. 60 goals and assists. 54. I saw that. I think that's what might have set me off when I came in the office to speak to you. And I was like, I can't be doing with it. And I've seen some other stuff. Me and you were talking the other day when it, it was like people saying, oh, he misses, you know, one in five chances or whatever. He's got 80, and he got 83 for 84 goals for United. So if he scored all his chances, then he'd have 400 goals. I think Messi's had 113 shots or something this year for 15, 16 goals. Yeah. Well, in the league. Exactly. So it's like, and what was you, you know, it's, it's just these daft. Me and Joe were talking about in the preview, and it's like every t like Rashford was trending the other day because Mbappe got an hat trick. Why is he trending because Mbappe gets an hat trick? Because people are using that as a reason to slag off Marcus Rashford. Like, look what Mbappe's doing. Why aren't you doing that? Well, hang on a minute. For starters, Marcus Rashford was joint top scorer in the Champions League when we got knocked out. Secondly, he scored home and away against PSG, who were the best team in our group. Thirdly, he got a hat-trick against Leipzig, who were the other best team in our group. So it's not his fault we're not in the Champions League anymore. Mbappe and his record was pocketed by Axel Tuanzebe, yeah. who's fucking dishing goals out like you couldn't fucking get them. It's like, what the fuck are you on about? Why is like, I'm watching Mbappe score goals, thinking Marcus Rashford's rubbish. I don't even get that. I don't understand it. When did this become a thing where you're not a fan of the club, but you're a fan of a player? Because I was having this conversation, fucking hard, I don't have a lot of conversations. I think it might have been in here yesterday, where we were saying, like, people, it might have been on the pre match show yesterday, people will, like, if Haaland goes somewhere, there'll be Haaland fans. Like, there's Messi fans, yeah, there's Ronaldo yeah, fans. If that. Mbappe moves, he's going to have fans that follow him to you know, wherever he goes. I mean, I know you hate one of these. I played devil's advocate a little bit in the sense that if you've not got a specific affiliation with a team, like me and you, obviously, we, we didn't have a choice in the matter. We're United fans. So a bit like birth. what I was doing with the NFL stuff. Is that, yeah, is that what you do? I don't support a team. Nah, you just like a player in your Well, I don't even like a player. Right, I just right. like watching people hurt other people, Jay. You do, actually. That's a very good point. Um, so you get it. If you're not like, you know, a die in a wall or die hard fan of a club and there's a player that you really like and then he goes to another club and you think, oh yeah, I'm going to carry on watching there. I can kind of understand it. Oh, I'm saying that. I have been a Green Bay Packers die hard ultra for about 12 days. You have, haven't you? You've been pretty hardcore for almost for like a 12, fortnight. Yeah, yeah, for like nearly a fortnight. You. you are a card carrying member of their firm. Well, you're the Joylston branch, aren't you, of, of the Green Bay Packers? Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, Dare's got a comment here. Like, listen, we got well on topic here. Let's get back off topic. He says, what the fuck are you talking about Rashford for? Start talking about the 90s and the 2000s. Um, also as well, just before we move off that, it's Peter Kelly says, I felt like Steve a couple of days ago. Oh, you poor lad. Um, I had to educate someone on Twitter. <laughs> he said, other than Luke Shaw, who said, other than Luke Shaw has been our player of the year outside Bruno. Right. Let's forget about that. <laughs> Let's talk about the 1991 Cup Cup final. Before we go down a rabbit hole, I don't want to go down. Did you call your mate yesterday? No, I didn't. I need to. Sorry, yeah. We'll talk about that. Can't remember. <laughs> People hate when you do that. I know. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, because he messaged me when we did an interview with someone. Top of your mic, little uh, look at the, the ear. Your little. Yeah. No, look at your thingy. Yeah. yeah. It's not hooked on. All ah, right. Someone was saying that in the comment. I didn't know what they meant. Yeah, there, there you go. go. Sorted. Right. Hooked so. on now. It's, I don't yeah. think it's on the other side because it's all loose. Is it all, right, all the way around? 
Right, okay, I've been... Joe says it's fine. It's not fine, Joe. It's fucked. been sold. Um, yeah, he messaged me a few weeks ago when we did an interview, and I, I said to him, like, you need to come on and do one. So we'll... we'll bottom, but the, the bottom... The, 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 right at the bottom, right at the bottom, right at the bottom. There you go, that one. That one needs hooking on. No, oh, he fucked it. He's completely fucked it now. Do you know what? He wants to watch an idiot fondle a mic. <laughs> I'm sure it was perfectly fine before I started doing any of this that's going to make no difference to this podcast whatsoever other than the 30 seconds you're going to have to watch this idiot, in, in other words, me, messing about with a insignificant bit Joe of Joe says, not that Joe in there, this Joe here says, seeing as this is the Run When We Were Mint podcast, yeah, and yes it is, what are your three favourite wins besides... Um, the trophy wins from 94, 99, no eight teams. So is that our three favourite wins in that season? What season, sorry? Read that again. 94, sorry. 99, 08. 94, 99 and 08. What are your three favourite wins from those seasons other than the trophy wins? 94 Very. might be Oldham. 94. That was arms and legs galore. Ooh. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Great shout. I was at Wembley for that one. I ended up with and bl- Oldham, I'm in League 2 now. Mate gone bad there yeah. and have you have been boundary park recently not recently i went it's a few years ago sad is that yeah has he still got three sides of the ground no they did the, the, the um someone spent about up. 14 quid and i think they've done a whole other stand right. put a few crates up and bit of plasterboard um no that would be mine sorry to be unoriginal but that was absolutely amazing um 99 <sighs> i want to say spurs at home maybe Again, I'm not uh, it wasn't even a rigid. win, but I really re- enjoyed the Barcelona games. Oh, we, we did it on the Watford preview. We talked about this, and the, the, the three all at Old Trafford, Man. even though we've, we, we at one point I think we three to up, it was great, though. Yeah. And I remember leaving there, I was just feeling a bit of a high, even though we, you know, it was just a great that. game. <laughs> imagine, oh, no. imagine enjoying football that you didn't win. <laughs> I know. What happened now? Um, what are you saying, Joe? Says the Arsenal replay. I remember watching the Arsenal first game. Uh, remember Ryan Giggs dribbled it to himself before crossing it to Dwight York and he got ruled out for offside? Yeah, because the linesman said he didn't realise he was going to make it, didn't he? I remember that. It was, it was not, yeah, it didn't make any sense, that argument, but yeah, it was horrible. It meant not. Mm. But saying that, it did us a favour. Yeah. Because it was one of the greatest games ever. Um, 2008. Uh, I'm trying to think of the route. It was the semis. Barcelona. It was the semis. Didn't you travel across the world? That's why. Pretty literally to go and watch watch that. I don't remember. Right. Here's what I remember. I remember the final whistle. Yeah. I remember staying in the ground for about half an hour. I don't know if you did. (laughs) I I don't remember leaving the ground. As far as I'm yeah. not telling the story because people are going to get in trouble. In a nutshell, go on, just just give us the. Right, the okay, the, I'll give you the broad. Give us the PG version. Right, the broad strokes are: I watched the first leg in uh, a lovely little hamlet called Iraq. Right, sounds um, delightful. You know, in Bajor Air Base. Um, I had a bet with my sergeant: if United was still in the mix, yeah, I could go home. <laughs> for the like, we was in the middle of a changeover and. Without getting very political, I didn't have a fucking job to do. No, okay. Like, just it was. I was just there for being there's sake. Yeah. United was still in the fight, and I think do we play on the Tuesday? I think we played on the Tuesday. Right. Okay. On the Saturday, I got told right you can go, but I wasn't on a flight manifest anywhere, so I kind of had to jib. <laughs> <laughs> jib. <laughs> 
Mate, I've jibbed to like Blackburn <laughs> and places like, and you know, Villa Park. Not to buddy from Iraq to Old Trafford. Jibbed it. <laughs> um, so I flew through some zones with a <laughs> assault rifle. <laughs> 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 and, um, you know, one plus one equals, you know, my dad picked me up and we got to Old Trafford for half seven. Perfect. Perfect, mate. It's worth it as well, to be fair. All that jibbing across, you know, no, and two continents or whatever it was. Is my wife asked that I just went straight to Old Trafford without seeing her? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Let me reel you. It might come up every now and then in a heated moment. <laughs> mate. Have I got a toddler at home? Yeah, we'll still be there, won't you, tomorrow? What's the fucking rush? Quiet. <laughs> Um, do you know, like, bizarrely, my favourite game from that season, that was amazing, that that, that Barca game. Um, but I really loved the 6-0 against Newcastle because for me that was when Ronaldo kicked on. I know he'd had a good season 2006-2007, but he got his actually that game, he scored a free kick, and it was like, from then on, you just felt like we were seeing this from a great, a good player into a... a, a I obviously a missed a lot of that season yeah. um, through being in that sandy place. Right, yeah. um, I remember watching... The, the 50th anniversary Munich derby on telly. For several reasons, but yeah. Well. But yeah, on telly for it. Um, and a lot of them was, I remember... See, I'm, I'm re- here's the thing is, because I'm not remembering being there, I'm remembering watching it on telly. Well, that's not, you know, it's not like you have to be there. You can, you're some like, I'm going to lie. No, but it's, it's, yeah. weird, it's a weird experience you know, yeah. for me to remember the TV footage versus my, my own yeah, eyes. Yeah, I know what you mean. I think... Did Skull score that volley against, was it Villa? Wasn't that? 90, um, sorry, 2007, 2008. I can't remember. Was it that season? Or, mate, or was, you, was that when I was in Afghanistan? Things like this. Like, it all sort of moulds into one for me. Yeah. Um, but no, I thought the Newcastle game, I thought there was quite a few games that season where Ronnie steps up. Um, oh, really? When he scored 42 goals? Yeah. Yeah, one or two. Where did it go? Because like, <laughs> in the semi-final against Barca, he missed the penalty, didn't he, away? And then finally missed his penalty. Like, and he, like, I think that's other than I think he might have missed one at Upton Park, but other than that, he scored all the others. It's really weird. He's got 42 goals, let him off. I know, I mean, I'm not criticizing him too much, you know what I mean? It didn't really matter. In the day. He did score that header, although West Brown put it on a plate for him, didn't he, in the final? Couldn't miss with that, with that cross. Mint that. Mate, was up against Essie. I think I'm winning an header against Essie. <laughs> <laughs> Get down, you little bastard. <laughs> a bit of that. <laughs> It was such a good. It was a good final, actually. It's a lot better than the '99 final. Yeah, '99 final was terrible. Juventus for a few reasons as well, because um, at the time there was this sort of lore of Italian football in the '90s. We all watched it on Channel Four. We all fucking wish we were James Richardson. Yeah. We all wanted a Gazzetta della Sport pink fucking sports paper. Well, Macca's does his show based on it, doesn't he? Yeah. We had, you know, at the time based on UEFA coefficients. Juventus were the best team in the world. I think they'd been top of UEFA coefficients for like three years because they got to like finals and semis and finals and semis. Yeah. And, and then United didn't win in Italy. It just wasn't a thing at the time. You no. didn't go to Italy and win. You might get a draw. You ain't fucking winning. Get no, that out of your head. No, we had to, historically as well, going back to the, like you said, you know, the Busby era, not great results and then in Italy. The, um, we go 2 0 down. You're like, it's over, Jay. Over, mate. You over. ain't fucking beating them in their own backyard. No. What was it, 20 minutes? 2-0 yeah, down? Something like that. Just. And then 
Roy Keane gets booked and you're like... And the only fucking person who felt like he believed was Roy Keane. Mate, it was just such a an amazing night and an amazing performance by Roy Keane as well. Your boy, David Beckham, it's often overlooked. To be honest with you, I'm not trying to be a hipster here. Dave Beckham was arguably man of the match, to be honest with you. He had such a good game, but Roy Keane was a bit different because it wasn't just his performance. It was the way he got everyone going. Do you know what I mean? And he sort of rallied, and he, you know, when he would miss the final as well. But Beckham was unplayable that night. Yap Stam after the first 20 minutes was ridiculously good as well. But Keno just dragged everyone up with him, and it was just, it was a phenomenal performance. And I remember at one point, I think he took out, was it Des Champs, Davids, and Zid- Zidane, and like one after the other, and like a, in, in one go. <laughs> it was just like. It was madness that, and it's just the, I think ridiculous. we've said this a couple of times. You never appreciated, like you watch United in the semi-final coming back against Juventus, madness yeah. for starters. Yeah, and thinking, you know, the Champions League finals on the other side of this, and it didn't ever feel too big. No, and it didn't ever feel monumental. It was very matter of fact, like, but but it was also not the confidence because we'd never previously. Well, in my lifetime, at least, won the Champions League. No. So it was, it, there was a bizarreness about it. There was like, yeah, of course, we're just going to fucking just steamroller whoever, but also, we've never been here before. No, I know. <laughs> it was weird. It was a danger as well that I remember thinking the wheel's going to come off this season because against Juventus at Old Trafford was probably our worst performance that season. Yeah. I know we drew. That was the flat one. Yeah. That was the one where we looked human. Yeah, we did. And I remember. Like Inter Milan, we destroyed, and it was only two 0 But no, again, your boy there was just ridiculously good cross. Even I could have scored one of them. No disrespect to Dwight York, but that was a pinpoint accurate cross. He's just bouncing off your dad. Um, but yeah, the Juventus one at home, you thought, mm, yeah, we've come up right. against a, pr- a true European great yeah, here, and, what's going and on we've here? been found wanting. Yeah, gigs. I think it was it last minute. I was at that game. Um, I didn't go to the one in Turin, but to get that win, and then that's it. Then isn't it, you don't look back. Um, it's just. Miss that. Miss that, mate. It's just unreal, wasn't it? Do you know what I mean? And it's like, once you get to that final, I always thought we get to the final, wouldn't it? By Munich, though, isn't it? I know. The thing is, we'd, you know, we'd been found wanting against them. We'd, we'd come up against them and was very even with them in the group. I st- mm, yeah, I, f- I think over in uh, Munich, we should have won. I thought Schmeichel, and I know I'm not exactly his biggest fan, but it was a rare mistake from him that gave, gave them the equaliser, I think. Um, but no, I know what you mean, but I just felt if we get there, We'll do it. Do you know what? Do you know what? I've got a lot of time to buy Munich as well. They're their fans were decent when they came to Old Trafford. I remember them all singing, um, You Only Sing When You're Winning. <laughs> so it was all because I was nearly away fans. And, you know, like, obviously. What, 99? Yeah, German, obviously, accents. But it was just so funny because it was all like. They're a weird looking timed. crew. Yeah. You only sing when you're winning. And it was like all the United fans started applauding. <laughs> it was like, fair play. <laughs> yeah, they were good. But those are like. You'd, I'd put United in. in in the same class as the Barcelona's, the Bayern Munich's, the Juventus's of this world, we are one of the top clubs. And no okay, we might not have won the title for eight years, that doesn't change. But back then, especially. So when you play in those teams, in the group, Barca, Bayern, then Inter, who were, you know, one of Europe's top clubs as well, then Juve, it was like massive games every mm. week. Do you know what I mean? Not, you know, there was no, okay, you had Bromby in the group, but other than that, that was it. Do you know what I mean? There was no like, all oh, right, well, we've got a, We've got a game against Grasshoppers this week. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like because of the was there less groups? I'm not sure. Yeah, I think there was there was fewer teams, weren't there? Yeah, so um, I think there might have been less groups. So obviously it was 
it was harder because now you see the last two games of the group, the group's dealt with very yeah, often. Yeah. And you're like, and then play and whoever uh, like debuts out in Champions League. Like, and, and it feels very much like you can get a, a, a sort of a draw in the knockout that's like a buy almost at times. Mm. You can get, oh, yeah, we get them. Like the scout, I'm not just being better, but the scouts said it didn't remember. I think when we got Barca, they got to get Porto or someone. I can't remember who it got, but it was like, oh, they've done one there. There's none of that. If you're in knockout stages, you're facing someone decent. Yeah. Like there's no easy teams now. That's 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 over. It's for just you. with the growth of it, it's just watered it down. Yeah. The fact that there's four English teams in there's a fucking piss take. Because it was top two then, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, it was. We, we, we were, came second. We were the first team. Well, we you know non-champions. Not, <laughs> we won it. High five. <laughs> Um, yeah, like, yeah, because it was the Champions League before, yeah. and it made a lot of sense. The Champions Cup, obviously, prior to that, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't like the way it grew, and, I d and it's only ever gonna go on. The genie's out of the bottle, it ain't going back in, no, like that. Europa Conference, any fucker who plays top flight football in Europe's getting in Europe soon, it's, it's, it's heading towards that. I think that's what they want in it, um, and it is a bit of a shame, but no matter what, nothing can take away those moments. And if you look at 99. As a, as a whole season. In the FA Cup, we had Chelsea, Middlesbrough in the Premier League, um, the Scousers, the, well the Scousers, we had them. Um, Arsenal, obviously. Have you seen that game recently, by the way? Which one? That Liverpool game. Which one? It was one? on MUTV the other day. Me, Alex and Joe watched it. The, the 99 one? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I love that game. Probably. 30 red cards. <laughs> Did it show Phil Thompson at the end Give on the pitch? No. That was my favourite bit of that game. <laughs> About 30 red cards or is Yeah. There wasn't a standing tackle. What do you think's the roughest game you've ever seen if United? Like, no holes barred, Arsenal two foot. Arsenal, that. All right, that was different because that was a <laughs> 21 man brawl. Not so it wins, then. Do you know what? <laughs> <laughs> and talking about that phone call I've got, mate, you mentioned earlier, and Chucky always talks about it. he started that and he didn't even get booked. Mint. Mint. Um, but yeah, that, that's different because that was literally points deducted and all that. But talking funny enough, do you remember the Arsenal game when we ended there on beat and run? Mm -hmm. That was unreal, that, wasn't it? We like battered him. Some of the challenges, and then we got the penalty, one of the softest penalties you'll ever get. And we were booting them all over the gaff. Was it um, Jose Antonio Reyes, I think? Mm -hmm. Just kicked him everywhere. Yeah, he got bullied. Yeah, it was ridiculous. I, he, that might have finished him in the Prem. I know. I remember that. I think it was Gary Neville or someone like Two for going through him and then moaning at the ref when he got butts. <laughs> like, <laughs> in that right. Liverpool game, Roy Keane, I think it might be, I think it might be Jamie Redknapp, nearly kills him. Yeah. And then has the audacity to even speak to the referee afterwards, going like, just like, I love that. What? I love it. I mean, what? I love, I love it. Like you literally like <laughs> knee high challenges. Yeah. His, his knees popped out and you're screaming at the ref in anger that he's, you know. Giving you the a talking to. To not even book him. Yeah. Like, did he get booked? He might have got booked for that, actually, because that was, like, I think it was above the knee. This is <laughs> the thing. I mean, I'm not advocating, you know, those sort of tackles, but that's one thing we're not getting without the crowd. You're not getting that intensity, are you? I know we've had big results and big games and that, but there's nothing better than when you've got... Can you imagine what it must be like for a player when you just fucking muller someone and yeah. you have 70,000 people just go, yes, fucking uh, kill him. Like, it must be fucking mega. Do you, do you remember, do you remember? It must be hard to not do that that's, every tackle. That's why I love, <laughs> right, and I, I'm gutted we sold him, Rafael De Silva. Because, like, do you remember when we got beat up Scouts 3-0? And it was a... Like a horrible game. But yeah, when he was trying to fight the whole team. Yeah, yeah. and he, he went through Gerard, got the crowd going, and we were singing 20 times constantly. And you'd think we were winning 3-0. And 
And like, even though the game was obviously horrible, but the atmosphere was mint. And it was all, it started with that tackle. He flew in, everyone just got up for it. And it just got the whole crowd going. And I always loved, loved Rafa. He proper got it, as they say. Mm. Um, Peter Kelly's asking a good question. Why did we wear our away kit versus Barca at home in 99? Couldn't tell you. Oh, mate, you know, I put money on you knowing that little bit of trivia. That's your no, sort I, of thing. I've asked that question. Have you? Yeah. Um, uh, asked Martin Edwards. <laughs> I also this is like you texting. Who's it you texted the other day rather than Googling when, when the next game was? Oh, Tedham. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll just ask the chairman. I'll just Google him. I'll just uh, message him and see whether he's, where he's playing next week. I also asked Googling. Martin Edwards why we had um, what the reason behind or the thinking behind having the Champions League kit was. And he didn't know. He didn't know? No. <laughs> Not very, not 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 a micromanaging chairman. Then he's just clearly, like, yeah. Not, not and it, it, it was such a fob. I was like, oh no, probably some commercial thing. I mean, yeah, but yeah, that's yeah, yeah, evidently. <laughs> <laughs> Any more? Like what, to elaborate? What a disappointing answer. Yeah, <laughs> don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cheers, mate. Thanks what's for clearing that up. What's Exclusive. The point in having your fucking number hey. <laughs> when this is the bullshit I get asked. <laughs> Martin was exclusive. Don't know. <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> it's an answer. I think someone asked me. Like, so I saw someone. Like, someone said something about like which football players' numbers have you got in your phone? Like the weirdest ones. Yeah, come on. I got Sheringham in York. Really? Yeah, I have got Solskjaer as well, but he's changed his number since he came to Manchester. That's it, mate. You're not tempted. Well, were you not tempted? Did you try it? Right. Yeah. Fuck it. I'll say it. So come on. Uh, I asked Rennie. So right. the first time we had Rennie on. Yeah. Fucking years ago. Yeah. Uh, and I text Ollie in the September before he was appointed in the December. Yeah. And I said... Scroll down on MCAL. So get the, bring up the other super chats while Steve's telling us. Uh, I said, can I, can I interview you for a United podcast? Um, and then sent him the links to what we've done and stuff like that. There's one I've missed. And he said, yeah, okay. And I thought, sweet. And, I, and I was, at the time I was like, well, do you want me to fly out to Norway? Like, how That's we, it. How should we hook this up? Um, and then he ghosted me for a bit. And I... When it was sort of like rumoured that he might be coming, I thought, I've got a cunning plan here. Go on. What I'm going to do is I'm going to ring up and I'm going to say, I'm Mike from the club. Just checking your travel arrangements. <sighs> Such a slippery little <laughs> clever weasel, isn't he? Um, and I phoned him and didn't get an answer. And then the number don't work now. Got it, mate. That's quite, that's quite crafty. I like that. I'm just confirming your travel arrangements, Mr. Solskjaer, yeah? Yeah, because if it's not on, he's going to go, what? What? Yeah. Or he's going to go, yeah, got them all. And he'd yeah. be like, ah, oh, let's go. Yeah, so we've got you down there and the flight arrives at 12 o'clock Monday. No, what? No, 11 o'clock terminal, what? Cheers, yep. Thanks. <laughs> I'll uh, see you there, literally. Um, Cameron S in the super chat says, as an American who only just became a proper United fan within the last six years, I feel for you there, mate. You picked the wrong time, but I'm glad you did. Uh, I enjoy listening to you two telling the story of this great club. Don't worry as well, Cameron. The glory days are returning. Trust me on that one. That's based on, you know, no evidence, but I believe it. Um... Ross Murphy, great to hear from Ross, big supporter of the channel. He says, one of the games that will stay with me as a United fan was at the Emirates and Ronaldo ran the show. Long range, free kick, counter attack. 2009. We had a couple of against them, didn't we, where we absolutely destroyed them. Yeah. But speaking of Rennie about Rennie's th- like... That one, you're right, it's 2009. That's the Kieran Gibbs one, isn't it? I think, he, I think didn't Wenger in his infinite wisdom start Kieran Gibbs like, for, might, might have given his debut against Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Almost ended his career in five do you, minutes. Do you not like me, boss? Yeah. <laughs> got, a, got a job for you, son. Hey. Got some great news for you. Is that Portuguese fella? Nanny. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. the, the, the Ballon d'Or. 
<laughs> yeah, that Ballon d'Or winner. You're marking him today. Right, we've got a note here which says, I've been told to ask you to plug the members podcast talking about our weight loss challenge. It is out now. So you love like notes be- on that screen, y'all. I love the way you read them with such enthusiasm as well. <laughs> we've got a note here. <laughs> the best one is your weight. Do not read. <laughs> Why put it in there? <laughs> That's a, what oh. do you think I'm going to do? Um, scroll down. Let's have a look at some of the comments. Um, uh, Gurav says, I oh, used yeah. to love this channel when it was full-time devils. Now they see the channel spend most of the time talking about the past. Listen, fucko. You literally clicked the podcast that says, remember when we were mint. The whole idea of this hour that we do is to talk about the past. Now fuck off to TikTok and subscribe. Yeah. He's only kidding. I'm not. <laughs> um... We do appreciate your support. And just so you know, this channel has lots of different things on it. We do the news. We do the updates. We do the watch-alongs. We do the previews. We do the youth review. We cover everything that is involved in Manchester United. Me and Steve do an hour of talking about the 1991 European Cup Winners' Cup final, Steve's rugby career. Gravy. Gravy. And whatever else we want yeah. to, so shut this, up. You know, if you want... Like a, this here. Yeah. MB1DD says, Hi, Stephen. Any knowledge on the Ardenshaw Reservoir and if you are able to visit it or not? Actually, yes. Used to run around it. It's about a mile and a half. Yeah. I've never, I don't think I've been to the Ardenshaw Reservoir. There has got a fence around it. Yeah. But you can jib a fence, can't you? Of course you can. There you go. Corner Allen says, Steve's like Ron Burgundy can only read from the teleprompter. Quite true, not. Um... Oh, we are. What's Karen Wallace saying there? Uh, why was Vidic the hardest defender to ever walk the earth? Miss having a defender who would do anything to stop a goal. Don't know if he was. Was, Steve, was, was he Look at Steve Bruce's nose, Jay, and tell me that it wasn't Steve Bruce. Do you know How many times did you see Vidic bleed on the pitch? Three, four? Do you know, Ian, do you know Ian Wright chinned him once down the tunnel? Steve Bruce? Yeah. Apparently it all went off. Uh, my friend was... I'm not saying that Steve Bruce was not down or anything. He just got a punch off um, Ian Wright in the tunnel. And it all did went I off. play at the Willows? I did play at the Willows. Um, and the river of piss that runs around the very fucking bottom row of the terrace as well. Remember the that? River, river of piss. I mean, you go, oh, is it? No, I mean, it's, that a Billy I mean, Joel song? It's actually oh, piss. River of Dreams. It's actually piss because they're <laughs> shitters. Oh, it's not even a shitter. It's literally... Right? The urinal, I believe they're called in civilised countries... Jo- Can we bring up Joe Swarbrick's super chat, please? A painted wall chat. with a trough at the bottom. The willows. <laughs> I think it was built in 1911 or something, and then they just left it. <laughs> Joe Swarbrick, if you're watching, put it in the chat again. We'll try and find your other super chat, um, but if not, just put a co- just put a comment in. Don't put, don't find another super chat, and I'll I'll read it out. Is the water cold? I don't know. I haven't been in the reservoir. <laughs> You've not been in the reservoir. No. Reminds me of that Morrissey song. Um, what's it? The first of the gang to die. What's he saying? You've never been in love until you've seen the sun rise down by the reservoir. Move on. I'm forgetting the words already. <laughs> and you're looking at me like, what are you quoting Morrissey songs for, you absolute witch? There you go. Said it for you. What United gave from the 80s do I think of the fondest? Oh, there's a good... You're only a babby, weren't you, in the 80s? Considering... <laughs> Considering my first game was September 1990. Um, do you know my first game? It's got to be the Barcelona one. It's the only one I've seen. My f- well, right. it's not the only one I've seen. Some of them Norman Whiteside fucking bangers at Ibrahim. Oh, the Whiteside one 
199, the one at the Anfield, where he nearly took Steve McMahon and cut Steve McMahon in half. I've got an idea. Can we yeah. turn the eating off? I know it is roasting in here, isn't it, son? Go on, reach it. You can get it from there. 24 fucking degrees. What are you playing at? Um, dream transfer. Fuck off, mate. Um, would pants have been removed if United had signed Ronaldinho? I think they would, but yeah. in hindsight, wouldn't have got Ronaldo. I know, it's still, I get that, I get that argument, and it's a very good one. Um, but, oh, here we go. He's found, we found um, Joe Swarbrick, um, his other super chat. Apologies for missing it. I thought we'd already read it, and it isn't it? Because it was a similar question to the other one. Uh, for me, my favourite, three favourite games for night four, nine, nine, and 08 are 3 1 Norwich away, 2 0 inner at home. That Norwich away was night three. Um, and the 2 1 Arsenal win. Oh, Argy's free kick. Yeah, that was a great one. Fucking great free kick. Now, go on, turn, turn the heating off. I'll time you. Mate? Yeah. Go on. Because he's not doing it clearly, is he? I'll read the comments. Favourite member from Class of 92? Robbie Savage. No? Not Robbie Savage? Okay. Beckham. Joe Tate says, stop living in the past. Joe. No. <laughs> His answer to that, mate. Not going to happen. Come meet me in the past and fight me. Yeah. Uh, I'll fuck you back off to the future. Ross Murphy says, we need Trevor back to talk about the time when he went to games as a United fan. We will get Trevor back on the channel um, as well. Um, Joe Presbaluski, which is my favourite surname. Uh, best team not to win the league in the 90s, that would be Manchester United in 1998. 995. All right, 995. Yeah, right, nah, yeah, good good shout. See, both times, it was that one player, wasn't it? Keno in 98. And arguably Cantona uh, in 98. Yeah, you could argue that, actually. Good point. Uh, and, and obviously, Eric in 95. So, fine margins. Fine margins. Tiny. But you see, when we lost a player, we took it down to the wire. What we didn't do was lose a player and then crumble and then moan about our injuries or our players missing for the rest of the season like some people do from down the M62. Hull. <laughs> Them Hull. Oh, Leeds. <laughs> Oliver Edwards says, favourite member of the class of 1907? Obviously, Billy Meredith. Next question. I don't know if Meredith was in the 07 team. Don't try I and spoil it I with your knowledge. I think he joined prior to that. Um, oh, is it, is it Bucknell? Oh, I don't know. I'll have to Google it. I was it? Only, I, I'm not that. I was only seven. <laughs> um, I want to say Charlie Stephen Lancaster says right. what player if I've got Charlie Bucknell right oh, I'm going you, know you will have because, because I know what you like I don't know what the fuck I've not why well, that's in my fucking head I thought I, anything around the sort of turn of the century or the first United League win I always go with Billy Meredith because it's just the obvious one I don't want to go on my phone because I'm uh, two people sat on the phones isn't the best. Um, so I'll just do it. <laughs> Jacob O.C. says, best football commentator. I go with Clive Tilsley just for the 99. I mean, I'll be honest with you. It's a bit of a shallow pool. There's not a lot of commentators I really have a great fondness for, but Can I do like... Um, he's more of a pundit though, isn't he? Okay, well. Yeah. yeah. But Danny, the thing with Danny Ingbottom is he's a pundit that does his research. Yeah. Like, he's that rare breed that actually doesn't just use bluster and passion but actually analyses games, teams. And, and makes sense. Up, yeah. Like, you know, he knows about the team that he's commenting on. He doesn't just say things like... Some awesome insight from him as well. They need to score more goals and defend better. Shit like... British lads. Good Sand British lads. Sandy Turnbull was who I was thinking of. Ah. Uh, see. Not let yourself down there. You've let, you let me down yourself down the channel down, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm Your sorry. 1907 knowledge 
Sorry. Is the Achilles heel for this challenge? For this channel? For this channel? Sorry. Um, how long before Rooney gets Steve Bruce size? 14 months. I don't know, you know. No, I do. Do you reckon? Yeah. I think he'll stay. He's he one of them. He nearly though. did that in preseason. He's still, I think he's. I think now he's probably more focused than he was as a player. Um, Tedden says top coach. Yeah. Top, top coach. Really? That's good. That's good to hear. Um, is he enjoying it down there from what you spoke to him about? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Good. Because I like Wayne Rooney. I think it's weird in it that he doesn't sometimes get the credit he deserves. I think some people still hold on to that flirtation with City and the fact he's a scouser and all that nonsense. But. Won the lot. Scored more goals than anyone's ever scored for Manchester United. What's not to love? Let's talk about Arsenal games. Could flying in Martin with challenges. He doesn't know. <laughs> we text Martin Edwards and find out why we wore white socks in Europe. Uh, Aditya Gutam says, best signing between 95 and 2000 for us? Question mark. Still answer this. On behalf of both of us. Dwight York? Napstam? Mm, I'd go I mean, with... European golden boot or the guy that won three leagues back to back and then fucked off? I'd, go with, I'd probably go with Stam. Um, it's a tough call. I mean, it is a tough call. I'll give you that. Um, Ethan Jackson says, "Does Bruno get in the '99 team and start?" Fuck no. Luke Shaw obviously does. Winky, right. winky emoji for the Luke Shaw one. He's only having a he's having a good laugh there, the lad. Uh, does Bruno get in the '99 team? I don't think he does. No. Only because the only place for him in that team is probably over Scholes. No, it'd be Dwight York's spot. Scholes was more of a midfielder than Bruno is. We played four four two. But I'm saying, yeah. But would you, if you were to accommodate Bruno, then you're saying take York out, put him in. He's not, He's a. He's a, he's a 10. And really, York was the 10 of that sort of yeah, team. He did I a bit more link-up. I was thinking, if you were going to do it, you might drop Keno deeper and put Bruno as like a, you know, like a diamond. That midfield would get obliterated. Would it? Yeah. Bruno's too far in the final third. Look at Scholes' positioning. It was very much next to Roy Keane. Very much so. It and was. then late runs... But Bruno's early runs. Bruno's might as well be a forward. But there were times when Keno would just be like a one-man fucking machine, wrecking ball in front of that defence. But, but he still had a free of midfield next to him. They weren't like. Giggs but look at '99 for the, the Turin game, for example. Skulls, he, he was it. was it. was it with Nicky Keno? Butt. Was it Nicky Butt? So yeah, he's more of a defensive man, isn't he? Yeah, and it was it. I think Bruno would have gone in instead of uh, York. The more interesting one would have been Cantona. So you can't do that now. So Um, the more interesting one is that Bruno would have come in and and replaced Cantona for like ninety three, ninety four, ninety five, ninety six. Yeah, because that's exactly. I think he's in the conversation, Bruno. I think he's one of the probably only player in this current squad who is in that conversation. Scholes as often, and SS says Jacob only post two thousand when Rude played. Yeah, I mean, if that's the case, then you're, you're laughing, aren't you? But like you say, uh, on the on the four three three with Veron, um, this is one of the convos of Abby Rio. And I don't on. think we've had this on camera. Educators, my friend. He wanted to play four four two. He wanted um, he wanted Veron and Keane to be a two together, um, and he wanted Skulls to play off Rude. He did that for one game and he two. He, he kind of, of well, he tried kind of the Ipswich game, and I it think. was it was Carlos Kiros that was like, right, <laughs> it won't fucking work, pal. Really? Like it was Fergie wanted to basically play four four two with it. I don't think I've ever been as excited. Well, that's like because I was excited when we signed Andy Cole, but that is one of the most exciting times as United fan was when we signed Ron, because like you said about Gazzetta in Italian football, and he'd he basically won the oh. Scudetto for Lazio. I can't think who yeah. that's like us signing. Yeah, today. and he was a. Wor- we didn't do that. 
We didn't go out and buy the best player in the world. No, we signed Yapstam from fucking where? Like PSV, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. We got Ronaldo when he was a child and he wasn't a Ballon d'Or. Right, he was from Aston Villa. Yeah. Like, Veron was the best player in Italy who just won Lazio their first title in decades with a team built around him. I mean, and, even Rio came from fucking Leeds. Yeah. And it's like, and we went and got him. And we were, you know, we were one of the best teams in the world at the time. And then we had one of the best players on the planet. And you're like, Wagawan in here. Beckham, Ronaldo or Beckham in 99? Why have I never seen that conversation? Ronaldo, which year? Ooh. All right then, yeah. Ronaldo, 08, or Beck's 99? Who's the better player? Who's the one if you had to pick one of them in your team? It's got to be Ronaldo. See, it depends what your team needs, yeah, clearly. That, like, Beckham works in the 99 team perfectly. Like, you would not stop him for Ronaldo because it, I don't think you would be in that team. But you also wouldn't put Beckham no, in the, in no, the 08 team. No, you wouldn't. Because you just Beckham's not going to get you 40. Yeah, he's not going to get you 42 goals. Just as Cristiano Ronaldo, he's not going to put pinpoint accurate crosses on Dwight York's head. He's going to run with the ball. No, and, try and, and Ronaldo score for in 99 does not score 42 goals from right wing. No, he doesn't. Because he's right wing as well. Yeah, and and Fergie's screaming at him, What are you doing? Gallivanting up there. Get back in front of Gary Neville where you belong. <laughs> yeah, well, for starters, yeah, because Beckham did that elite level. Yeah, at which you know, you just did not see from uh, from Ronaldo. You know Ronaldo the, was given the license to not defend. Tell the truth. Did you have a bit of a turn in your eye with the uh, reunion game the other year when Beckham was doing them seventy yard pass, passes? A tear in my eye yeah. and my fucking pants off. Yeah, I was like, that, <laughs> I think I might have said at the time it's the best right wing performance I've seen in about five years I think you'd on this right. ground. It's just like. And uh, there's a doc- I don't know if I broke the rules there. <laughs> well, it won't be the first time, will it? Let's have it right. Something might be coming to your screens very soon about David Beckham. Let's just say that. <laughs> um, the amount of work that he put in will be in the thing that might appear on your screens at some point. Like the effort that he- the graph, the preseason he put himself through for a fucking Legends game. Just tells you the mentality of this maniac. He's so good. He was hiring Loftus Road. <laughs> Hi, like, give me that stadium. Just pause the comments a minute. I want to ask Steve about that Peter Jackson comment in a minute. Let's hire a stadium. He's filling it with like a couple of ex-players and people. David Beckham rings you going down, aren't you? <laughs> Let's yeah. be real. Filled it with like Brooklyn and a load of his mates. A load of fucking whippersnappers that he's got to run after. But then Beckham would just put himself through 90 minutes. Of just fucking up and down graft. I would have paid three figures for going watching that behind closed doors game. Do you think in the top five players you've ever seen play for United, is he in the top five? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, and I I'm, say Cantona, Ronaldo, Keane, Beckham. I'm putting Rob in there. I know I've got a couple of years on you and I think that makes a massive difference because yeah, of our ages. Post-90s. Yeah. I just got, the, the, I got enough of him to know I was seeing something special. Cantona, Keane, no, no questions. Yeah. No, Ronaldo, no questions. There's no point out, you know, he's the best player Beckham, the ever there seen. is no fucking question. No question whatsoever. Underrated. And then it's, do you go with the longevity of gigs or skulls? Because that was unreal. The quality of Rio or Stam, because that was unreal. Or, you know, the Wayne Rooney was a hair under being the best player in the world a few times. It's one of them. Rooney, Stam, Rio, Giggs or Skulls. For pur- for, I mean, you could even, just for the, the purple patchiness of his time, throw Rudin in the mix. 
just because of that ridiculous run of goals in that short space of time. Yeah, quite decent. I reckon he'd probably get at least 10 or 15 goals in the Premier League. This, this not now, uh, his current age, he I mean. 48? Yeah, I reckon. He, yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. I'm glad you picked up on that. I wanted to ask you this, Steve, because you're a bit of a a bibliophile. Um, Peter Jackson says, I bought a book. Luke, that's a great comment, and I will answer that. Um, I bought a book, don't know where from, don't know where, but called Manchester United, The Complete Record, to about 2007 by Ender Endra. Anything you want to know? Oh. Uh, Endler. Clearly need to learn about the fucking 07 team. 1907. <laughs> yes, there you go. Um, Luke Hosted, what's he saying there? Go on. Uh, Elfa Torre on the ball. Best on the ball fullback at Paddock. I think, does he mean Elfa Torre or the best on the ball fullback at Paddock? Right. Fullback at Paddock. Explain this because some people watching this going, like me. All right, so yeah, what's we've, going, we've what got you, our what own. talking about? We've actually got our own non league football team. We are level Scroll 14. Scroll down as well, please, uh, Carl. And some people are like, well, we're level 14. Um, we're winning the fucking league this year, if they let us. Right. If they let us, if Bojo does his job on Monday and Bold. says you can go to the gym and you can play football again, make no mistake, Paddock will be fucking lifting silverware in May or June, <laughs> depending when the fucking season's due to end, because uh, I don't know when it's going to end. Um, fullbacks, you're talking Will Hobson, who's upstairs. I love Will. Most chilled out man in the world and in this office, that's saying something. Um... Alpha Tory was fucking shit, right? Let's have it right. Proper, 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 proper shit. Potentially the worst player I've seen in a United shirt. But he was in a United shirt. Yeah. That's got to lend something to it. Of course it has. And I'll be real. Fullback's not the most stacked area in our team. Sorry, lads. <laughs> Probably not a lot in it. I couldn't tell you who. For, I could, it's not like if you say forwards, I've got fucking... I didn't hear that. Sorry, say that a little louder, son. Uh, not like yeah, with forwards where I've got rate loads. Um, yeah, I've got a bit of a team now, aren't you? We'll get to that another time anyway. Two elevens at the minute, Jay. The hardest game we're going to have this season is going to be that first training session back when I fucking make them play against each other. <sighs> Don't worry. You'll have full commentary on here. On this one, well, no, on your channel. Oh, why does it set up your own non-league team? Me and uh, <laughs> Pundit, me and Pundit J, or me and Joe Smith doing a commentary. Uh, Peter Kelly in the Super Chats is United all-time Premier League five-a-side team. Ronaldo skulls because apparently you don't get a ball off skulls at five-a-side. Love that. That's just I think. Yeah. I don't, I want to say Rio because I think he's more mobile, but I also want to go even more mobile go on. with my defence. I think you've got to have a fullback. Right. You know, you mate, Patrice Evra. Um, it might be Irwin. Oh, no, no one's going to argue with that. Because, you know, well, obviously he's short. He can go left foot, right foot. Yep. Defensive instincts there. He's quick. He's got a dig on him. And you know, at five aside, if someone's got a rocket of a foot on him, which. Irwin's got for days. Yeah. That's hard to deal with. I so mean, I'm thinking, Irwin, Scolzi. Who else did I just say? It's got to be Ronaldo. Yeah. I mean, you're not, what are you going to do with your tricks? You're going to launch him, aren't you? Keeper, Van der Sar. I think Schmeichel's too big. Good lad, good lad. And then Proud one more. Rooney. I'm, do you know what? I'm going right with just hardcore five-a-side team. I'm having Stam, Kino, Robbo. Rooney. 
and I suppose we need a goalkeeper, don't we? <laughs> so I'll just... <laughs> I'll have... Step me, do step me. Yeah. <laughs> step me. European Cup now. Um, I just want a team that's When it not... goes off in the car park, your team's yeah, sound. Yeah, like... <laughs> and it will go off in the car park. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> Um, Nate Bennett in the Super Chat says, great show. I became a United supporter in 2011. MUFC so says Scholes was better than Beckham. Mm. Disagree. So I miss the Ronaldo era live. How does Diallo hype compare to Ronaldo hype when you say age? It doesn't. I don't think there was this level of hype around Cristiano Ronaldo. It's a social media thing. Yeah, that there was. Because you don't, don't forget in 2003 when we signed Ronaldo, we'd seen him in that game against United. No, but, we hadn't. All right, some people had. I hadn't. <laughs> I was in Malia. I was I, I was annoyed that we signed the wrong Ronaldo when I read it on the in the paper that we'd signed Ronaldo. <laughs> I remember saying, "Typical of our club, that." How uh, many people got baited with that headline in the yeah. back of yeah, the paper? That's what he said. United signed Ronaldo, and this is not long after that hat trick for Real Madrid. <laughs> but we all applauded. <laughs> See, like, yes, I'm like, yeah, we signed Ronaldo, Cristiano. <laughs> we've been, we got him off wish, lads. Fuck's sake. <laughs> that's what it was last day. I was like, fucking stay at my club. Fucking shit. <laughs> Um, little did I know that he was going to go on to become one of the greatest players in the history of association football. So you never know. But there was Sorry, no. Did you hype. say one of one of the greatest players in the history. One of yeah. Oh, speaking of which, go on. On today's episode of Fuck Pele. Oh, go on. This fucking fraud, Jay. Uh, right. This is if you if you don't know, he's just explained the segment that he's created about two months Fuck ago. Fuck Pele. Yeah, he's not Pele's biggest fan. No. You can't just make up a thousand fucking goals. And oh, it was a friendly. Cool. Well, we don't count pre-season. Are you saying we should count pre-season, Jay? <laughs> what a load of bollocks. Because if what's, otherwise Ronaldo's what's, in a thousand what's, already. What's annoyed you this week about? Right. So I was Pele. just on Wikipedia, just looking at World Cups of the 1950s, right? Right, okay. As you do. And then it, it occurred to me that some guy called Vava who I've never fucking heard of, Vava. across a couple of two fucking World Cups, scored more goals for Brazil than Pelé did. Okay. And there was two World Cups, Jay, where that fucking hard-on pill-flogging knobhead scored one goal. One goal. Right. The time he scored six in a World Cup, which is a good return, right? Yeah. Some French dickhead scored 13. Was that Justin Fontaine? It was, yeah, correct. Yes. Um, so... Extensive research by Steve, and yet again, he's found a, a chink in Pele's armor. Um, I'm gonna put this out there, Steve. I Fraud, think, I think Pele was all right. How many times was Pele leading scorer in a world cup of which he likes to remind everyone he won three of? No, you was in a team that won three, you contributed about as much as Jonathan fucking Greening did, or as much as John Terry did. <laughs> I like Escape to Victory, and I think Pele's puts in a decent performance in it, so okay, I'm well, not that quite. It's a Hollywood movie yeah. and about as real as him scoring a thousand fucking goals. Well, I think if you check your records, Mr. Housen, he counts the goals that he scored in Escape to Victory. Well, there we go. <laughs> Not once. Right, three World Cup wins, which yeah. means you played for the best team in the world, allegedly. For how many years? And, you, and twice you turn up with one goal in a World Cup. This is when half the games were 6-3. Six, six, in 62, it was Garincha, wasn't it? Garincha was the was man. It? it was Garincha. Was he the leading scorer in that World Cup? He was. I uh, don't know if he was the leading scorer. Well, he was a German he, fella. He was the. He was the one that um, made him tick. He was unreal. I think he had two left legs. Garincha. Mm -hmm. right, he was 
something wrong with him. But just like the most amazingly skillful player probably in the history of football. Like and was an alcoholic. Not fucking once. I think Joe in his playing career. Did he, uh, did he come away as leading fucking scorer? The fucking fraud. And that goal that everyone Joe. sees in the 1970 World Cup final, anyone can lay that ball. I could, that. I could do that. I could do that. Well, he gives it his mate sweaty arms out and he bangs it into the, top, the bottom corner. He just look, he's not even moving. He just sort of stood there like lazy. Right. In my opinion. Let me throw this at you. Go on. Team of the World Cup 1958. Harry Gregg was in that. Rightly so. The fuck was he doing going to a World Cup three months after nearly dying in a plane crash? The Bobby Charlton went, mate. Maniac. Bobby Charlton went to the 1958 World Cup. Madness. And uh, it just, you know, it, it boils my piss because it was like, you remember like before the 2018 World Cup and people were like, can people stop being mean to Harry Kane on social media? He's got a World Cup coming up. Right. You know what? Bobby Charlton must have his mates and went to the fucking World yeah. Cup. Harry Gregg pulled them out. Of, to perform. Pulled his mates out of burning fucking wreckage. Yeah, and went to the World Cup a few months later. Had a week off. Back in the fucking team. Not that I'm advocating trolling players on social media, by the way. I can't stand it. It really annoys me. Um, yeah, sorry. Someone else uh, says one leg was shorter than the other. Green shirt, one leg was shorter than the other. But he was still the greatest player in the world for a little period until I think he... I, I'm, not, I'm not taking a piss here, but I think he more or less drank himself out of the game. Um, Stanley Morgan says... Oh, no, I'm not really. What? Oh. Stanley Morgan trying to troll. Uh, very He's actually good. 26. And yeah. and he won more titles than Steven Gerrard's ever won. Yeah. Pelé was that. an icon. What the fuck does that mean? Uh, Mr. Hoss said, would Evra get in the 1919? This is the question for the ages. Erwin or Evra, stay. Erwin? You made that bar, haven't you? Because that's what I was going to go oh, with. Okay. I thought you would have gone with your mate. Okay, okay. Uh, um, the one that you, he was, you were hanging around his hotel room. <laughs> Erwin. His hotel room is bigger than our office, by the way. <laughs> Like a lot bigger than our office. Our, we ain't got a small size office. It's just his room was enormous. That's so meant that he's such. Uh, do you know what? You know what I'm gonna say. Ring game. Trying. <sighs> Try harder. Hey, um, he came on as full time doubles. He came on your channel. He's been on full time doubles. Macker interviewed him. When but... I did the, the vlog with him, like I wonder how many people watched the start of. If you're not seeing it, just go and search Stephen House of Marseille vlog. Right. Because that's what I interestingly named it. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many people are that going. It's yeah. literally Steve going watching a fucking match in Marseille. Yeah. Hang on a minute. What's going on here? Why is he in his old salary? He was there with him. Oh my God, it's bad here, bro. Um, yeah. Whipped his dick out. Yeah? Yeah, he had... Um, I'm, I'm so we went right. up to his room yeah, because he was wearing a Marseille t-shirt. Right. And he was like, let me get this off in case I get in trouble. <laughs> so yeah. he goes upstairs, gets a United t-shirt on. And then we're in his bedroom and he goes, Ugh. And then just whips his kecks off. Throws on some fucking tracky bottoms. You're like, oh, nice penis. Um, Happy days. Not every day you get to see that. Yeah. And then uh, you fully off his... Fu fully how you'd expect him to be. Just seems like a laugh. Like a good laugh. Do you know what I mean? Like we we sat in a we sat in a bar for the hotel for a while, just having a chat. And the amount of like just random people. Like you've seen famous people, right? Paddy yeah. Everett in France is famous, famous. Yeah, yeah. And the amount of people, and it was like seventy year old little ladies, like in ball gowns and shit, just coming up and he's like, Oh yeah, yeah, just selfie. Anyway, what was I saying? Hold on, one sec. Selfie. <laughs> You're like how you've not lost your rag, <laughs> I've lost my rag. Like 
That's like, that's, I know it's different levels completely, but that's like Crawley in Manchester, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. it is, you know, if you walk down the street with in Manchester, it's a nightmare, <laughs> isn't it? Like, Going he, from here to the car park know, over there. And everyone he meets, he talks to you like they're his best mate. Like, like oh, all right, mate. Oh, Who's that? How's it going? Yeah, you're right. I, I, don't I, don't I don't know. But like, <laughs> honestly, he's such a nice guy. We'll have to get him back on. Uh, we're going to wrap it up there because I'm getting the curly finger um, from producer Callum. Um, everyone who got involved in the chat, we appreciate it. Thanks for Super Chats, thanks for all the other chats as well. We've had um, Stephen Housen, are you on the analysis this weekend for the Newcastle game? You're Let's here, aren't you? Let's say, yeah. Steve's going to be here. We're going to have, I think, Ryan Hopper. Is he here? Yep. Ryan Hopper's going to be here. Adam Cole's going to be here. Joe Smith's going to be here. I think we're going to have Andy Tate. He's going to be here for his post-match reaction as well. I'll be here for a bit of a few bits, wherever they'll have me. Um, if you're not subscribing, make sure you're subscribing to the channel. Check out the members section as well. We've got the thing that he was plugging with all the enthusiasm of a death rowing mate. Yeah, John is a member because we'll do the 1991 campaign watch along. And we are doing that. Yeah. yeah let's, that so hurry up. Fully, that is going to the anniversary's coming up soon, so. Yeah, yeah. and we'll do yeah. it. We'll do it. I'll tell you what. Let's say this. We'll, we'll do it. it. We'll do it with a player, and not like someone who you know peeled the half-time oranges. No. Someone who played someone in every, game. every game, right? There's the promise. Um, yeah, up the heritage. So I've been Jay. That's been Stephen Housen. This has been Remember When We Were Mint podcast. Thanks for watching. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.